0: Meisruss perkei mishnah base five two. This mishnah has two separate topics. The first topic is a straight continuation of the previous mishnah. The previous mishnah had said that while there's a general rule that if you take produce and replant it, you have to tithe it first. That's not true in the case where the plant that you're planting is not finished growing, and you're just relocating it for the sake of growing better. You're talking about doing it in your own backyard. Um, but here in Mishnah Base, we're going to say, well, if you're talking about particularly lefis and snonos, which are turnips and radishes, so those are edible, those little bulbs, assuming you take them out when they're young. But if you leave them until they get old, those bulbs become inedible. But they produce seeds from which you can grow a lot more turnips and radishes. So here the case is okay lephis ut snonos metoch You uproot from your own garden turnips or radishes. Um, and you replant them in your backyard, just like the first case of the previous Mishnah. But here, the reason you're doing it is because you want the seeds of the turnip or radish. And that being the case, before you plant, replant, the turnips or radishes into the ground, you have to first tie them. Because that is, and the word here, goran is a borrowed term, but it means that was their gemar malacha. You pluck the radish out the ground. That's your little mini harvest. You have no more, that's, Finishing processing. Now, instead of eating the radish, you decide to plant it. So before you plant it, you have to tithe it. Unlike the previous Mishnah. Because in the previous Mishnah, the the shasulim that you planted, so you'll pull them out the ground later on, and you'll eat them then. Here, you're never going to eat these radishes. So that being the case, and you have to tie them now. The word Goran literally, of course, means threshing floor, but it's a borrowed term, meaning gemar malacha. Okay. That was the first part of the Mishnah, and that's the first topic. Now, we have a new, totally different topic. Here, our case is B'tzalim. You take onions, and you put them up in the attic, and this attic, as the Barthenault explains at the end of his comment, is at the second story, let's say, but beneath the floorboard, let's say you have wooden floorboards in the attic, there's a layer of dirt, just like today we put sand underneath our tiles or whatever it is, so there's a layer of dirt on the second, like beneath the floorboards of the attic, the second story in the house. So the question is, what happens if you leave those onions on the floor, and you weren't intending to? you were tending to eat them, but the onions um grew a little, you know, root and took root inside the floorboards. So then do the onions have a status of being re mochobala karka, replanted and attached to the ground? That would have wide reaching nafka. I mean there's a number of different ramifications. Um they could for starters it could things that are mhubala karka when they're attached to the ground, they're not susceptible to tuma and can't convey tuma. Um but there are other lachas that would be no gay, like the lachas of, as you see now, maestros, also for shemitah, also for Shabbos. When you uproot something on Shabbos, there's an isra do'risa of, of, um, detaching it from the ground if it's growing there, um, as a told of, of coats there, of reaping, harvesting, um, if it's attached to the ground. So the question is, are these onions which have taken root in the floorboards above the dirt considered to be planted or not? So the Mishnah says, but if you have onions, Mishish Rishu Baalia, once they have taken root in the floorboards of your attic, so then Taharu Milatame, they have become um, purified from their ability to convey Tuma. That is to say, they no longer Tame and can't convey Tuma. Now, by inference, that means the Tuma issue is reset, but not the Shabbos issue, the Shemitah issue, the maestros issue those um are not reset. And that's based on a posak. The the extra Psukim referring to um plants being planted, Akolzera Zarua, Asha Yizra Torahu. the uh, Drasha that, that extra words tell you that the planting the requirements for having been planted when it comes to um vegetation, the stat standards are lower than for other things. Okay, so that means if they took root in the ground, they become purified and won't convey tuma. But they aren't considered attached. So, for example, if you pull them out of the floorboards on Shabbos, you're not chayv midoraisa for for katsira for harvesting because they've been harvested already. And similarly, the restrictions that kick in if it had been replanted on a year and had new growth wouldn't kick in. Same goes for the tithing; you'd have to re additional growth, perhaps whatever it is, if you replant in the ground. But that's not no geah. that's not applicable. However. If, not only do they take root, but after that, Nafla polis, the whole ceiling falls in, and then rubble falls on it, and they get effectively um, replanted. I mean, it's like dirt covering up the onions, and presumably, yeah, know, you've got onions essentially planted in this in this um, collapsed building. The hem but the leaves on top are still exposed. So then, it's like they're replanted in the ground, and that being the case, Hare elu basoda, they are no different than if they've been planted in a normal way in the field, meaning they're fully planted. So now, um, if there's further growth, the halachas of Shemitah will kick in, the will kick in. If you pull it out on Shabbos, the adoraisa of Adoraisa of pulling things out of the ground, and so on and so forth. And, of course, two aren't already from before that, so it's already purified from being able to be mitaham. So that is the second case of the Mishnah, a strange case, but that's the story.